Yo, 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 you already know who it is. It's C-Money, giving you the hottest DeFi news from the eyes of a DJ in the mouth of a burger. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, and we are eating. Let's get it. Tuesday and we are feeling amazing. The sun is out, the clouds are far and few between. You know, Ethereum Denver is coming up. I don't know if I'm going to be there or not. We applied to be a sponsor, but if I don't get that sponsorship, I don't think we will make it. Other than that, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and if you would like to get more C money, Go check me out on YouTube. You can do that at Web3TV. And if you'd like to get a more personal take of... Excuse me, that's a little hiccup. If you'd like to get a more personal take of C-Money, you can find me on Twitter at Soggy Margin. With that being said, let's get straight on into the podcast. Now, we haven't really had too much going on via the fungible token market. So we're not really going to talk about that. Everyone's really talking about these meme coins on Solana. I mean, to be honest, it's people are down bad. They haven't learned anything. So talk about talk about some news. Sam Bakeman freed pleaded not guilty to criminal charges. This is insane. He faces multiple fraud charges, and if he gets sentenced, he will spend decades in jail. I just think this is funny because there were so many people talking about, oh, he's guilty, you know, he he pled guilty. And the thing is, is he did plead guilty, but he could withdraw his not guilty or his guilty plea. And that's exactly what he did. And then on the day of trial, he pled not guilty. And so... I really do think the lawmakers will throw the book at him now. I mean, I think he's got probably the best lawyers ever. The Bohemian government, the government in the Bahamas, says they own a majority of the assets. 
They say they seized a lot. However, we've been seeing assets linked to Onadia Research and FTX have an insane amount of funds being moved between them and unknown participants in the ecosystem. So people are watching that like a hawk. I definitely am too. Right now, this has been one of the quickest federal cases I've ever seen. I mean, it seems like when there is a case and it's it's gone mainstream, they usually do work pretty quickly. They being the Department of Justice. Okay, in other news, there is an NFT project called Unsellable. And this is pretty pretty interesting to me because it's a platform launched last month and it acquires worthless NFTs for the cost of gas plus a few bucks. The site functions as instant liquidity for otherwise these random rug pulls and it serves as a way to capture your losses for taxes. And I thought that was genius. You know, I, I, I loved it. And so I think there's a lot of people that have lost a bunch of money in cryptocurrency and that, that's okay. You know, you're not perfect. And just like these cats with big money, they, they, crap, why am I, why am I drawing a blank? They account for it. They deduct that. So definitely check out Unsellable. The big news today is 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 really Sam Bankman-Fried uh, pleading not guilty. I mean, I've kind of searched far and wide, seen anything that was too groundbreaking. I don't consider the Grayscale Trust to be cryptocurrency, but everybody's been talking about how. Right now, Grayscale is at like a 60, and the, the Grayscale ETH Trust is at a 60% discount. Nuts. Nuts. That's just insane. Looks like Magic Eden NFTs display explicit content. They're just trying to... Magic Eden sucks. I, oh, this is a perfect opportunity because the news is definitely running kind of dry. Magic Eden is the biggest piece of trash. And maybe it's because it was built on Solana. But the business tactics that they use, quite frankly, are repulsive. I mean, the things they do just make me sick. Like removing royalties, the way they interact with their community, the way they will have these random projects on their site, and they'll have... And when I say random, I mean there's no Twitter for these projects, yet they mint out. Uh, what? Magic Eden is definitely fake minting out their own projects, and then they show support for other projects that they could obviously buy into before, and they'll put that project as their PFP. And so the PFP will rise in value, and, and sometimes too, they'll act like they'll put another project as their PFP just to put another project and so they just they just scam and play with the market and um a simple it's just insane because in in this web 3 day and age when all of these assets cost money and your profile picture is an asset 
their their changing of a profile picture has real world effects. It has real world effects on the price of a project. And of course they know that, you know. They know the psychology of a hyped mint. And they've recreated it. And I just, I think that's a total scam. We saw OpenSea was kind of doing the same thing with NFT projects on their explore section. You know, the NFT projects that would end up on the homepage would usually mint out. (laughs) They'd usually be popular projects because they had basically free advertising. Magic Eden does the exact same thing. One thing I noticed, and I was shocked, I don't know which came first, and someone let me know if this is sketchy or not. But you know, I heard D-Gons is going over to Polygon. I'm just like, okay. And then I go on I go on Solana. Cause I'm like, oh, I gotta sell my crap because I don't trust Solana. I think it's kind of the EOS of this cycle. And if anybody remembers EOS, EOS was the next Ethereum killer. And it didn't work. EOS pooped out. And so I think I think Solana is definitely kind of setting up for that. Just for reasons we've already discussed with the phone and with the the stores. Their, their, their stores in Texas and New York. There's a lot of overhead. So I'm just thinking... I'm thinking, what is, what does Solana have? I mean, they have people, but right now, even DeFi is is kind of uh, getting stretched thin here on Solana. And so I'm, I'm just losing my train of thought. So I went on Magic Eden and I noticed that they had Polygon integration. I was shocked by that because, you know, Diaz just went to Polygon. And so there's just all weird stuff. One thing too with Diaz that I know is sketchy because the, the, the Polygon thing could have been happening. But I remember they dropped the Utes collection before the art was even done to get royalties. It was insane. It was like, bro, what do you mean you don't have the art ready? And they didn't. And people still bought it. People still bought that crap and it had royalties. It was insane and it was just like, this is, this makes me sick. This makes me sick and it has these, here's the problem with D-Gods. It's got this idea of, oh yeah, I'm just some teen doing my thing and we're just trying shit. But in reality, it's mega VC backed, mega bull, mega fake, mega um, I don't know, um, economic, I wouldn't say it's very genuine, it's all for a quick buck, and that's why they have dust, you know, it's like so quick, why do you guys have a token, well, they needed to make a token so they could try to sell on people, <laughs> you know, they, they gotta sell on people, and you could say the same thing about ApeCoin, but ApeCoin definitely, they've had a lot more success. However, D-God, that's like a $20,000 NFT. What the f***? In my opinion, that is the biggest short. Just because those guys 
They say they own a basketball team. I'm just waiting for someone to come out and expose these guys. One thing I forgot to mention was the fact the Federal Reserve just released a statement to banks about the holdings of cryptocurrency. Now, I read the whole thing. It was only like three pages. And they basically just said all of the risks, you know, all the risks you expect. Scammers, the potential for ill liquidity, they're just uh, the potential for legislation. It's very interesting. I mean, I'm not really gonna sit here and, and read them all because quite frankly, when I read them, I'm just like, okay, I know that, I know that, I know that. Saying them out loud now, it's kind of like, oh, it's interesting. But for the most part, it was all pretty basic stuff. What I got out of it though was, they basically made sure people knew it is not legal to bank customers who have profits or who are, who are basically utilizing the bank in cryptocurrency. But they also said it's not illegal. And so it's in an interesting gray area. And um, I didn't really know what to think of that. To me, that makes sense. Why these big banks aren't just saying, hey, you can buy Bitcoin through our bank. Because they'd make money and it'd be practically no risk. Well, it's not technically legal. However, it's not illegal. And um, I said it once and I'll say it again. The best investors love to work in gray areas. They love to work in this area where you don't really know. Kind of reminds me of the tech boom. I wasn't really around in the tech boom, but... You know, back when, back when websites were starting and, and they had these different music streaming websites and stuff, and people became overnight millionaires from these websites. So, very interesting times, like we always say on crypto. Well, that's going to do it. From all of us here at Web3TV, I'm C-Money. And don't just have a great day. Have a DeFi day. Stay classy.
yeah. She gon' pull up to the spot and she gon' dome me Yeah, huh. I was on the block, ain't no socks Young nigga yeah. had to eat, had to serve a rock Free my brother Chase, we been through a lot Yeah, we been through a lot, got it out the pack Yeah